This story is about faith. What is faith? Faith is defined as belief with strong conviction, firm belief in something or someone for which there may not be tangible proof, but only complete trust, confidence, reliance or devotion. Faith is the opposite of doubt. The Bible gives a short definition of faith. Now, faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. They say faith can move mountains. The story, A Letter to God by G. L. Florence, is an example of such faith in God. It is a story of Lencho, a poor farmer who writes a letter to God. He writes a letter, not an email. The kind of letter we used to write as children to friends, parents, relatives and loved ones on a piece of paper. Fold it, then seal it in an envelope and drop it into the post box. But what would happen to a letter addressed to God? after it was taken out of the post box. What would you have done if you were a postmaster or a postman and you see a letter addressed to God? Would you throw it away, ignore it or do something about it? Let's read the story. The house, the only one in the entire valley, sat on the crest of a low hill. From this height, one could see the river and the field of ripe corn dotted with the flowers that always promised a good harvest. The only thing the earth needed was a downpour or at least a shower. Throughout the morning, Lencho, who knew his fields intimately, had done nothing else but see the sky towards the northeast. Now, we are really going to get some water, woman. The woman who was preparing supper replied, yes, God willing. The older boys were working in the field while the smaller ones were playing near the house until the woman called to them all, come for dinner. It was during the meal that just as Lencho had predicted, big drops of rain began to fall. In the northeast, huge mountains of clouds could be seen approaching. The air was fresh and sweet. The man went out for no other reason than to have the pleasure of feeling the rain on his body and when he returned he exclaimed these aren't raindrops falling from the sky they are new coins the big drops are 10 cent pieces and the little ones are fives with a satisfied expression he regarded the field of ripe corn with its flowers draped in a curtain of rain.
But suddenly a strong wind began to blow and along with the rain, very large hailstones began to fall. These truly did resemble new silver coins. The boys, exposing themselves to the rain, ran out to collect the frozen pearls. It's really getting bad now, exclaimed the man. I hope it passes quickly. But it did not pass quickly. For half an hour, the hail rained on the house, the garden, the hillside, the cornfield and on the whole valley. The field was white as if covered with salt. Not a leaf remained on the trees. The corn was totally destroyed. The flowers were gone from the plants. Lencho's soul was filled with sadness. When the storm had passed, he stood in the middle of the field and said to his sons, A plague of locusts would have left more than this. The hail has left nothing. This year, we will have no corn. That night was a sorrowful one. All our work for nothing. There's no one who can help us. We will all go hungry this year. But in the hearts of all who lived in that solitary house in the middle of the valley, there was a single hope. Help from God. Don't be upset. Even though this seems to be a total loss, remember, no one dies of hunger. That's what they say. No one dies of hunger. All through the night, Lencho thought only of his hope, the help of God, whose eyes, as he had been instructed, see everything, even what is deep in one's conscience. Lencho was an ox of a man, working like an animal in the fields. But still he knew how to write. The following Sunday, at daybreak, he began to write a letter, which he himself would carry to town and place it in the mail. It was nothing less than a letter to God. God, he wrote, if you don't help me, my family and I will go hungry this year. I need a hundred pesos in order to sow my field again and to live until the crop comes. Because the hailstorm, and he continued in the letter writing about all the hardships that he would have to face because he was not left with anything. He wrote, to God on the envelope, put the letter inside and, still troubled, went to town. At the post office, he placed a stamp on the letter and dropped it into the mailbox. One of the employees who was a postman and also helped at the post office went to his boss, laughing heartily and showed him the letter to God. Never in his career as a postman had he known that address. The postmaster, a fat, amiable fellow, also broke out laughing. But almost immediately, he turned serious and 
tapping the letter on the desk, commented, What faith? I wish I had the faith of the man who wrote this letter, starting up a correspondence with God. So, in order not to shake the writer's faith in God, the postmaster came up with an idea. Answer the letter. But when he opened it, it was evident that to answer it, he needed something more than goodwill, ink and paper. But he stuck to his resolution. He asked for money from his employees. He himself gave a part of his salary. And several friends of his were obliged to give something for an act of charity. It was impossible for him to gather together the hundred pesos. So he was able to send the farmer only a little more than half. He put the money in an envelope addressed to Lencho and with it a letter containing only one single word as signature. God. If I were in place of the postmaster, I would eagerly wait to see Lencho's reaction. After, he opens the envelope and finds out that God had sent him money. Let's read the story to find out what actually happens. The following Sunday, Lencho came a bit earlier than usual to ask if there was a letter for him. It was the postman himself who handed the letter to him while the postmaster, experiencing the contentment of a man who had performed a good deed, looked on from his office. Lencho showed not the slightest surprise on seeing the money. Such was his confidence. But he became angry when he counted the money. God could not have made a mistake, nor could he have denied Lencho what he had requested. Immediately, Lencho went up to the window to ask for paper and ink. On the public writing table, he started to write. With much wrinkling of his brow, caused by the effort he had to make to express his ideas. When he finished, he went to the window to buy a stamp, which he lit and then affixed on the envelope with a blow of his fist. The moment the letter fell into the mailbox, the postmaster went to open it. It said, God, out of the money that I asked for, only 70 pesos reached me. Send me the rest since I need it very much. But don't send it to me through the mail because the post office employees are a bunch of crooks. Lencho. Let's analyze the story. Have you ever walked on the thorny path of life? A certain situation where you have nobody to lean on except God. Imagine you asked something from God and told him the exact amount you needed. A letter to God is a story written by Gregorio Lopez Fluence, a Mexican writer who was one of the most important chroniclers of the Mexican Revolution and its effects. 
the story presents the infinite faith of man in god lencho the main character of the story experienced a great turbulence in his livelihood but believed that help from god would come and that his family would not go hungry despite what happened the theme of the story based on the biblical sense is whatever troubles you encounter always believe in god for he will always carry you and never leave you however the story is a satire trying to tackle a reality which really exists in the society the story is told in third person point of view the story begins with a brief description of the setting in which we could safely say that it happened in the rural area of mexico the setting talks about a house which is singled out in the entire valley lencho being the main character is a farmer who supports his family needs through farming the conflict of the story happens when a hailstorm strikes the field and destroys the farm and the crops all our work for nothing the entire land was wrecked by the catastrophe there is no one who can help us this dialogue proves how terrible the aftermath of the calamity was the type of conflict dominating in the story is man versus nature as the story progresses we learn that lencho was distraught they thought that there was no hope at all not a single one don't be so upset even though this seems like a total loss remember no one dies of hunger this line gives us a premise that the family had regained back their hope and that hope is help from god the next thing that happened lencho being described as an ox of a man started writing a letter addressed to god and he went to the post office to mail the letter to god this action of lencho suggests his all out faith to the heavenly father such was his absolute faith in god when the postman read god on the envelope he laughed heartily and went to his boss the postmaster didn't want to disillusion lencho's faith so they answered the letter but they were able to raise an amount of money which was more than a little half of the amount lencho had asked this is now the denome of the story when lencho received the letter which he thought god had sent him but he was so disappointed because of the shortfall in the amount of money he received that his doubt fell on the employees of the post office his faith in god remained intact lencho wrote another letter telling god not to send the letter to the post office because the employees there were a bunch of crooks if we analyze the story in depth we could say that it is definitely a satire of the reality that we see in the society if we take lencho's character he's someone who is very faithful and devoted to the creator but very mal content of what he receives 
if we take the characters of the postman and uh, the employees in the post office they are the people who help lencho but still appear to be villains in the eye of lencho nevertheless when there are hardships in life always remember you should not lose hope and do something to overcome that problem by doing your best because god will do the rest and also that god will send his instruments to help you he might not come as god but he will send his representatives to be there in your times of need he will do it in his own best ways there are two kinds of conflicts in the story between humans and nature and between humans themselves how are these conflicts illustrated the conflict between humans and nature is illustrated by the destruction of lencho's crops by the hailstorm lencho had worked really hard on his fields and the harvest was very important for him he required the money to feed his family however the nature turned violent the rains were accompanied by a hailstorm which destroyed his crops the story also illustrates another conflict between humans themselves the postmaster along with the help of other post office employees sent lencho the money that they could manage to collect they were not related to lencho in any manner it was an act of kindness and selflessness even though they did a good deed lencho blamed them for taking away some amount of money he called them a bunch of crooks this shows that man does not have faith in his fellow humans thereby giving rise to this conflict who does lencho think has taken the rest of the money what is the irony in the situation remember that the irony of a situation is an unexpected aspect of it an ironic situation is strange or amusing because it is the opposite of what is expected when lencho counted the money he found that it was short of 30 pesos he had asked for a 100 pesos from god he believed that god could never make a mistake nor would he deny lencho's request for money the irony of the situation was that the post office employees about whom lencho complained to god thinking that they had stolen the money actually made contributions to help him they did so to keep his faith alive in god